comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Blind by a bargain bin adventure. I'm your host, the clairvoyant. Bloody Brody will be joining me shortly. I hope that Merry Christmas didn't scare the hell out of you like it did for me. Now, we're almost ready to start off season two, so we thought we'd give you another little holiday themed bonus episode. Now, the contest isn't opened yet, but when it does, this movie will be included, so keep an eye out for that. I'd also like to take a minute and talk about a great website that I'm a part of, thegameofnerds.com. I write all these crazy Marvel reviews, and you can check it out. It's a great family full of fun, nerdy people, and are always looking for new contributors, so make sure you go to thegameofnerds.com and read all about it. What, are you waiting for me to say something? I don't have anything to say about this episode, just enjoy the music. Welcome to a very spooky Christmas episode of Blind by a Bargain Bin Adventure. I'm the Clairvoyant, joined here with Bloody Brody. Hi! And we have a very special guest today. You hear that? Is that... You hear that on the roof? Is that... Could it be... No, there's no one. We're just, it's just us today. You bastard! <laughs> Don't lead me on! So, uh... So, Christmas season. We haven't recorded since Halloween. How is your winter going? Um, we just got snow. It's uh, almost Christmas. Yeah, well, we're still dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. Um, I I would just like to say that this is a Christmas episode, so you should maybe hold your f***ing language, clairvoyant, you I didn't say anything yet. But for future reference. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. Okay. So the movie we are reviewing today is 2006's A Very Fairy Christmas, a 45-minute Canadian masterpiece. Oh, sh! A Very Fairy Christmas? I watched A Very Murray Christmas. <laughs> so this movie, I hope you brought some good material here because 
it's Canadian animation. It's it's Western Canadian animation, and it's so it's basically all the animators and all the voice actors I wish I was working with right now, <laughs> and so I feel obligated to not say anything bad about this movie. I got in, some stuff. In case <laughs> in case something works out, I don't want to incriminate myself in the future. <laughs> uh, well, I'll incriminate it for you. The menu screen. Okay, well, I'm going to start off with part of a production company called Kaboom. And the menu screen has the picture of the cover, and then it has start feature. But in the right corner, it has a countdown going from 10 you do not have a countdown on a menu when you're with a production company called Kaboom. <laughs> Two, the second it hits zero, there's no, like, it just starts right into it. Like, I would like them to let me grab some chips. But no, I had a whole mouthful of chips in before I could even start the movie. We all feel so bad for you. <laughs> I feel bad for me. Kaboom Entertainment, I feel like I've heard of them. Didn't they do Tupi and Binu? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So then the movie itself starts with two fairies racing through a colorful forest. They're getting somewhere real quick. Uh, the one blonde fairy, who we will later learn is Arabelle, refuses to say where they are going for about a few seconds before she reveals that they're going to see Santa because he seemed very upset with the other fairy, Shaylee. Uh, now, Shaylee's voiced by the fantastic Tabitha St. Germain. Who's a Canadian legend, uh, known for My Little Pony, Martha Speaks, Being Ian, countless anime. Uh, but what kind of name is Shaylee? I don't know. But um, when Blondie, who is what was her name again? Arabelle. Arabelle. When Blondie, <laughs> uh, after she tells her that, she grins and then she just smiles. I'm like, you're up to something, you little bitch. <laughs> also. I find the animation in this... Are you ready for this? It feels like those like YouTube animations that end gory and bloody and ruined ch- childhoods. I couldn't decide for the entirety of this whether I liked or disliked the animation. You disliked it. I was like, it's... It's cheap at times but like overall it's perfectly serviceable and so but like something about it looked off to me (laughs) something looked it seemed very flat yeah i guess that's kind of it i guess yeah it didn't feel very and like dimensional it was a little kind of i don't know how to explain it but you know you know the like the youtube cartoons i'm talking about right yeah it felt kind of like a yeah flat and flash animation where like it's going to end with heads being chopped off. <laughs> yeah, you do get the, the sense that it's uh, drawings moving on a background as opposed to characters moving around a set, you know? Mm-hmm. So they make their way through some sort of portal uh, into a f- painting in Santa's office, which is a whole new mythology I was not prepared for. And they're, like, <laughs> spying on Santa doing these awful pedophilic Massaberry grunts. He's not. He's not. He's pretty creepy the whole movie, and he he is. I I absolutely agree with you that Santa's pretty creepy this movie. So, (laughs) but like they when they go up to the painting, he's like grunting. I don't. I don't recall. (laughs) I recall very. Can't get it out of my head. Two other fairies are waiting there, and Santa, despite what the 
Arabelle said, doesn't seem very upset at all. Uh, he exposits a little bit, letting us know that these fairies are Santa's little spies, and they report who's naughty and who's nice, which is kind of creepy. But it makes sense, like, how he knows when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake, if he has fairies peeking in or maybe all times. I, I think he just has a giant globe, like in Fred Claus. <laughs> See, what I don't understand is the portals... From the fairy world to the human world are windows. Are they're, they're paintings. They're kind of like one-way mirrors that are paintings on one side and a portal on the other. So how does she see, for example, people playing outside or people like driving in a car? People have Are there painting... floating paintings in the middle of nowhere you outside? Don't put, you don't put paintings on like the outside of your house? No. And what happens when like paintings like die or if you don't have any paintings in your house if you're not very classy well they must really really like um garage sale season <laughs> yeah then they can spawn everybody i i would like to though uh announce my bloody brody santa naughty and nice list oh okay are you ready go for it these are all our naughty listeners leia adams Nicole Jones. These are the names on the list in the movie. Shush you. Jessica Smith. Megan Harris. Courtney Reynolds. Paul Jackson. Tim Lewis. Tracy Garcia. And Toby Dader. Those are all on the naughty list. So how... Wait. How much do you bet that those names are just like the producer's kids? (laughs) Well, they're going to be on the podcast now. So (laughs) now for the nice list. Me. You're not even... I guess you are a listener because you're pathetic. Hey! <laughs> fuck off. I like to hear how everything folds out. I like you're to a hear... narcissist. I am not a narcissist. I do like to watch my baby videos, though, so... That's... Hmm. I was a cute kid. <laughs> so anyway, Santa is reporting a, a... Appointing a new fairy to the duties of spying on little kids. Shaylee. Arabelle starts to protest because Shaylee's so young, but Santa goes all creepy and cold-blooded on her, like, You didn't seem to have a problem with it when it was you, huh? (laughs) And Santa, by the way, is Colin Murdoch, who's another great voice actor. He's also from My Little Pony. He's on Hulk Versus. He's on Beast Wars. Basically, shout out to the bronies this episode, because chances are you're going to recognize more of these names than Bloody Brody does. (laughs) So, are you a fan, Clairvoyant? Of Christmas? The season? Yeah. Sure. Are you a fan of presents? Yes. Are you a fan of animation? Yes. What about voice acting? Yes. Okay. I don't like where you're going with this. I was going nowhere. I just wanted to know these things. (laughs) Okay. So Santa hands Shaylee a list of ten names and says it must be completed by Christmas Eve. Holy sh... Ten people. Does that mean she's uh, an assassin? Santa giving her a list of ten names has to be completed by Christmas? She has a very particular set of skills. <laughs> but ten people? And there are only four fairies? Like, like as far as I can tell, there's four fairies, and Arabelle doesn't appear to be one of the ones doing the naughty and nice thing. I feel so, like there's more. I feel like those were the like prestigious ones. 
<laughs> they just get to chill there. But like ten names, how many people, how many fairies are doing this? That's so much work. Well, Santa's getting old. He's kind of slowed down a bit, so he's got to pick the good kids. Like, the why doesn't he start earlier and appoint them more names? Oh, maybe, maybe that's what he has done. But he's like, Shit, we still got f- ten more. And he just threw her in there. Maybe this is like her orientation, and so they only she only gets ten names instead of the usual four Maybe. billion. <laughs> <laughs> so she expresses her doubts that she can fulfill her list of ten fucking names, but <laughs> Santa shoes her off. And as the four fairies fly through the portal, Jesus, <laughs> Santa <laughs> chuckles. And proclaims that this will be a very interesting Christmas. Which bugs me. He's so creepy. Well, he says that after Blondie's being all um, jealous and shit. So, Santa just wants to watch the world burn. (laughs) Because isn't his job to make sure things run smoothly? Why would you do anything to jeopardize Christmas? Throw a cog in the wheel. He he wants it to be an interesting Christmas. You know how old he is? He needs to get off. But no, seriously, I'm getting like a villain vibe from Santa. (laughs) He does wink at the very end. (laughs) Spoilers, now we know Santa survives till the end. (laughs) I'm making a sequel, so. (laughs) So as Shaylee's looking through the forest, the one-way mirrors at kids, which is really creepy, she starts singing. Oh, this is a musical. <laughs> I never expect it to be a musical. Every <laughs> this, time. <laughs> the first, uh, that one with the high cock lorem, I expected that one. I did not expect this one for some reason. But it's Chris, It's a Christmas one, so it has to be. So my one gripe with this is Tabitha St. Germain, to my knowledge, never does her own singing. Uh, you know, as rarity, she doesn't, etc. But... Can she sing? I don't know. But this person doesn't sound anything like her <laughs> like it, and it goes from like a like the person jumps up like two octaves from the line that she last says you know i don't know if i can do this all of a sudden like this really high soprano voice and it, if it at least sounded like it could have been coming from the same person i wouldn't be so confused <laughs> but it just doesn't there's, it sounds like there's like a 20 year age gap between tabitha and this voice actress honestly though i thought it was uh i i didn't think it was um shaylee either i thought it was the little girl in the picture i know and then she starts singing and you can't really tell the difference exactly so i'm like who the fuck started this (laughs) yeah yeah, it got a little confusing so during this musical sequence shaylee is watching a young girl leah as she packs up and moves like, literally <laughs> packs up and moves like she didn't have her room packed and the moving truck was there. <laughs> <laughs> and so as Leah unpacks, like, already at her new place, uh, her mom comes in and chats with her. Leah complains that they move a lot. <laughs> so maybe that's why she's an expert. Who the f*** moves on Christmas? It was a week before Christmas. It wasn't a week before Christmas because Leia crosses off the 23rd. But they say it was a week before they Christmas. They say. Unless Leia can't f***ing count. Does she need a chocolate calendar? That <laughs> helps me to count, actually. <laughs> 
So, Leah's voiced by actually Chantel Strand and her mom's Kathy Westerluck, both other great voice actresses. Both of them also, I think, appear on My Little Pony as well, so bro hoof. And <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I don't have the energy to list every one of these actors' roles, but rest assured, as far as Canadian voice acting goes, they're bringing out the big guns. Kathy Westerluck, Cyber Six, man. And yeah. so. <laughs> Leah's mom. She consoles her, saying, yeah, we move a lot, but Dad always takes new jobs. And Leah expresses her desire to go to school tomorrow, even though it's the last day before Christmas break, because she wants to get it over with, which sounds strange. I don't think so. It it doesn't, like, because it's not really getting it over with, because then you're basically getting it over with again after Christmas break. Well... Because um, you, you see people for, like, a bit of a day, and then you wait a couple months or whatever. Well, if you think about it, uh, they might move again before... So she wants to at least see out. these kids. <laughs> well, she wants to sleep with everyone in the school before she has to move. Yamada's first time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, no. That, why do you think they moved the first place? <laughs> so, downstairs, Lee's mom and dad are chatting about how they can't find Leah's Christmas presents. And also, her mom starts freaking out that there aren't enough decorations in the house, even though they're literally unpacking. They're in the process of moving. And when they moved it's in... festive enough! When they moved in, the tree was already there. Yeah. Those are some, like... The previous owners of the house were very generous. Yeah. Then we cut to Leah at school. She introduces herself to the class awkwardly. As we get the the queen bee, like, mean girl bitch, Courtney's reaction. She's, she's like, a new girl before Christmas. That's too weird. Which really is a bizarre reaction. But it is true. It's I don't... weird. I mean, like, what does she consider a good time to have a new kid in class? I don't know. Summer? That There's no class. Exactly. <laughs> and... So, she's voiced by Alexander Car- Alexandra Carter. Good for her. Leah sits down. Well, she uh, blames her parents. Yeah. When, like, why? W- when they ask her why, she says, oh, it's my parents' idea. Which is which lying. Is, yeah. And obvious. And fairies are watching. <laughs> she didn't lie. She did lie. No. It was her idea, not her mom's. Why would she move? Got a problem. So, she sits down, gets the gum, paper, kamikaze airplane in her which hair. Which is like great idea i've never heard of that <laughs> but starting it <laughs> so in the fairy kingdom shaley's having trouble deciding whether or not leah is naughty or nice probably because she has a week to sum up someone's entire personality <laughs> or at the very least get a glimpse of their annual deeds like <laughs> how do you decide if someone's naughty or nice <laughs> i kind of look at them if they're hot they're naughty <laughs> and they go on my nice list. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so maybe that's why they only have ten each, because they don't have a lot of time to decide whether well, they're not even nice. Maybe if Santa didn't always go on the f***ing whim. Yeah, you know, that's a drinking problem. Got his <laughs> shit in order before Christmas goddamn Eve. So are all blondes d***y, or is it just this movie? <laughs> it's, well... <laughs> It's definitely this movie, but... Are you sure? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> so Arabelle flits up and starts planting seeds of doubt in Shaylee's head like a good friend does, convincing her that Leah could secretly be up to no good and that Shaylee isn't quite up to the job. <laughs> She uh she just wants to she wants to do it and I don't know why Santa like I thought in the earlier scene in Santa's office that he gave this job to Shaylee you know and now she was working with Arabella or Arabelle and now and instead of like basically he gave her the job instead of Arabelle why not just give them both the job you saw this was going to play out poorly Are you sure I think they all have their own list no, Arabelle definitely didn't. That's why. That's like her motivation is that she just wants to do it. Hmm. I thought she was just. I thought she was jealous that she's no longer known as the youngest one. I don't know. We don't ever see her. Like uh, she spends all her time harassing Shaylee and saying, "Please give me your list." So. <laughs> well, she just wants her out. She just wants to. Like she doesn't want her in that position. So she's gonna do anything. And everything. Not doing her own job. Well, she probably get. She probably already got it done. I mean, it's ten fucking people. (laughs) (laughs) So at school, Leah's mom shows up and tells Leah of her plan to have a class party on Christmas Day. That is a. That's a bad idea. Yeah, I don't know about your family, but that wouldn't fly. No. No one would come. It would be soul crushing. Why on Christmas Day? Uh. That is a big no-no. You're setting your daughter up for failure. That is one naughty mom. So she's on your nice list? (laughs) Yep. But I do not approve. (laughs) There are some weird rules. (laughs) So strangely enough, kids seem to be down for this idea. One kid's like, I'm totally going. And uh, the mean girl Courtney introduces herself. Along with her friends Jessica and Nicole. Jessica is Ashley Ball, who is also my Little Pony voice actress, but more importantly, she's the my singer. Favorite character? She's the singer of one of my favorite Canadian bands, Hey Ocean. So there's so much talent in this, I tell ya. <laughs> I don't uh, know how much of it's animation, but the the voice acting, <laughs> that much people in one short, it's crazy. Honestly, though, this movie doesn't feel like a Christmas movie. No. Well, maybe because well, there's, like, no goddamn snow. Nothing it's about all about it. fairies in a forest. The only thing Christmassy <laughs> is the overall plot of the list and Santa. Everything yeah. else, it, it just feels like a normal, like, treehouse movie. You could, like, take the whole, like, MacGuffin of trying to finish the list out pretty smoothly like it does well the whole fact that it's like a naughty or nice christmas list like this yeah it felt like the christmas aspect of it was kind of jammed in there after the fact (laughs) and they didn't really focus on the list a whole lot they're like hey you know how about we make this list to decide whether kids get Christmas presents. And how about we make that guy who assigns the list Santa. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And let's like, not touch upon <laughs> it except for one song and a random every now and then reference to the list. I just want to say, though, they managed, with Courtney, they managed to animate the perfect bitch face. <laughs> it's <Yeah>, she... ridiculous. <laughs> Resting bitch face. <laughs> 
But Courtney asks to go over to Leah's house right now, despite her just moving in. And the three amigos go. Four. Jessica and Nicole are, well, yeah, but she's, like, if they're the three musketeers. There's always that fourth. Then Leah gets to be D'Artagnan. Yeah. But Jessica and Nicole are being nice, while Courtney is, of course, not. But it's like, they say a nice thing, she says a mean thing, they agree with her, like like maggots, like sheep. <laughs> like they talk about her painting, and then yeah, Leah... Like, oh, I like your painting. She's like, oh, thanks. And then she's like, I don't. Like, yeah, we don't either. And I learned one thing about high school, and you never tell the... I don't think they're in high school. I think they're in elementary school. Well, you never tell the biggest person in the school what your favorite object is, because that's going to be destroyed somewhere down the line. <laughs> so, as Shaylee is deciding which of the girls is naughty or nice, because she hasn't checked off a single goddamn name on her list yet... Arabella's kind of bullying her in a passive-aggressive sort of way, trying to get her to give her the list. And sneaking up on her. Yeah. And then Courtney decides to go play hide-and-seek with the girls in Leah's house. And so they aren't so much hiding as they are going through all of her presents and making fun of them. <laughs> what I don't understand is how has Shaylee not checked Leia off as Leia, Leia... Star Wars, um, as nice or naughty, because, because, but like what I mean, like she's only getting the shit end of the stick, and she's like taking it like a, like a chance. I feel like she's waiting, like she wants to mark everyone off as naughty. She's waiting for them to do one bad thing so they can mark it off as naughty, See, and she's watching, like, and if they do a good thing, it doesn't matter, but but they do but, a naughty thing though. <laughs> but when they have that montage of her marking everybody. She, like, she she's quick to judge. She yeah. automatically marks That's because it's a montage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the girls are going through Leah's presence. Jessica and Nicole think Leah seems pretty cool based on her presence because she likes the same things they like. Courtney decides that Leah is spoiled and cannot be their friend, so they agree. <laughs> I feel like she's... Sheep. I feel like she's explaining herself. Or, like, like... She's, yeah, these are her interviews. She's projecting. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, so spoiled. How could anyone ever love her? <laughs> Daddy, come back. <laughs> so Leah finds them, and they decide to leave immediately. So we gotta go. And back in the fairy world, Shaylee marks Courtney on the naughty list. Mm-hmm. That little sh- So Shaylee wants to cheer Leah up because she's crying. But Arabelle spins some bullshit about how she'll get pregnant and die if she tries interacting with a human. <laughs> she says, like, uh, like, Santa will hate you and no fairies will talk to you and you'll probably lose a testicle. And <laughs> But she does it anyway. She shows up through Leah's painting to cheer her up and Leah's like, nothing can cheer me up. <laughs> Until she takes her through the painting into the fairy world, because that'll do it. <laughs> and then she shrinks and has wings. Yeah, which makes no sense, but hey. I, I want to assume that all these fairies are missing children that were unhappy at one point, and they took them into this fairy world and they liked it better there, so now there's probably a ton of milk jugs with kids' faces on it. Then how in the real world 
in the real world is Leah still a human, but Shaylee's a fairy. She remains a fairy. I don't know. It, I, I, I don't know. Once Shaylee died, she was unable to inhabit her physical form in the real world. Maybe if you're there long <laughs> enough. You just thought... It's like animorphs. Yeah. You stay there for so long, you're stuck there permanently. Was it like as five a minutes? falcon or something? <laughs> Which it would suck if you trans if you animorphed to a really shitty animal. But why would you want to stay for two hours as like an earthworm? Exactly, but I mean, what if you were stuck like that? Like, what if you didn't want anyone to know you're an animorph and you turn into an earthworm? Be like, I'm gonna just fucking crawl all over the place. And then people well, start walking around. Why would you lose track of time and just be an earthworm for two hours? But what because happens... then you're stuck there permanently. Yeah, but what happens if you turn into an earthworm, like, right after... Or right, like, seconds before the recess bell rang? So then all the kids come out, and you're like, Shit, I gotta wait That's till they all... That's a long recess. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't poke holes. <laughs> so, as they watch the fairies getting ready for Christmas... Sing a pretty, pretty bad song. (laughs) That's lyrics include... Fairy world, fairy world. Fairy, fairy, fairy world. 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 That's a very fairy world. So they notice fairies turning in their naughty and nice list, so Shaylee starts wigging. So Leah agrees to help her, because there's like one check mark on the list. It's Leah points ex. out that they're all kids from the new school, and she gets to spy on them. That's super cool. <laughs> she gets to find out their ins and outs. So they spy on Jessica first, who's chilling with Nicole, who's petting a cat like a Bond villain. Like, Claw from Inspector Gadget. And Jessica calls a friend and talks about how Leah is spoiled and they're not going to her party. I like Jessica. And then Jessica starts spreading rumors. I'm like, I hope she gets pregnant at age 10. I like how Jessica is, like, on the phone. She's like, yeah, she's a spoiled bitch. We're not going to her party. And Nicole's like, say say that... Courtney said it. Courtney said that. But she doesn't. And then Shaylee's going to mark them both on the naughty list. It's like, Nicole did nothing wrong in this interaction. So is, is Corny... She's trying to save her ass. Is Corny just the biggest cunt and everyone else is just awesome? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So she's going to, yeah, mark them on the naughty list, but Jessica hangs up the phone and confides that she doesn't like being Courtney's pawn in this sick chess game they call middle school <laughs> politics. And so they agree. Gryffindor. <laughs> they agree to keep doing it, so they'll stay off Courtney's naughty list, because apparently Courtney's love is better than Santa's presence. <laughs> and Leah tells them to not tell Shaylee to not put them on the naughty list, despite them clearly being naughty. <laughs> One insult a day keeps the Santa away. <laughs> so Arabelle then shows up. And Shaylee doesn't want Arabelle to know that she's hanging out with the human. So she shoves Leah into Jessica's room, right onto her cat. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Leah and Jessica, or Jessica and Nicole have left the room at this point, so they don't notice. But they hear it. 
So then Arabelle confronts Shaylee and isn't buying her bullshit for one second. She's all like, oh, I was you know, just doing this. I'm almost done. She's like, bullshit. I saw you with another person. Also, there's one X on that list. <laughs> She's like, well, yeah, but... <laughs> she's slowly getting there. And uh, so, yeah, she's on to her. Back in the real world, Jessica's cleaning her room as Leah is hiding. And then Shaylee bursts in and pulls Leah into a painting. It was, like, epic. You know what this reminds me of? Mario 64. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> like when you're, like, pain. carrying the little penguin baby around, you're throwing it off the cliff, and the mama <laughs> penguin gets so mad at you. I'm going to play that now. So, they set the, out to work. There's that, like, isn't there a room in Mario 64 where there's a bunch of paintings and only one you can go in? Like, god damn it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't remember that game that well. Oh, I remember you could, like, morph Mario's face. <laughs> yeah. So, back, or er, they set out to work on the rest of the list together via musical montage. But Leia doesn't, Leia thinks it's a bad idea. Or not Leia, um, Shaylee thinks it's a bad idea after almost being cut. But well, then... Like, nah, it's cool. But then Leia's having such fun with the... The naughtiness of it. Such fun. So, Leia just manipulates the out of Shaylee to keep her around. She's being manipulative and spying. She's on the nice list. Yeah. She's like, man, that was so much fun. The adrenaline. It's like, she's like, oh, what's another hit? It's like, she didn't see us this time. What makes you think she's going to see us next time? Oh, Leia. So yeah, they're working on their list. It's a musical montage again. Uh, they see one kid take a cookie. He looks like Clarence. He takes <laughs> a cookie from the cookie jar. Who, And me? so they mark him naughty. But, like, think about that. They don't know the circumstances of this. A kid just got a cookie, and they decided that he's naughty. They shouldn't be eating sugar after 12 p.m. They don't, <laughs> we don't know what time it is. <laughs> Then we see him take the cookie, wrap it up, and address it to his mom. From his full name, by the way. <laughs> I actually used to do that as a kid. And so they mark him nice. So he stole a cookie from his mom and gave it back to his mom. So that's pretty much how this whole montage goes. <laughs> them doing was... shitty things and turning out it was awesome things. No, them like doing like questionably shitty things that gets them marked as naughty, and that turns out they're doing questionably nice things that gets them erased. And she doesn't like. She's so quick to judge. It's like the second that cookie jar is open, there's an <laughs> X on that paper. Yeah, but I so many problems with this, but I can't talk about them because these are my future employers. <laughs> How about you verbally tell me? And I verbally repeat it, and you verbally keep both parts in. <laughs> <laughs> so one girl is like literally marked on the nice list because she hangs up her scarf after going inside. But it was compared to her just leaving that shit all over the floor. That was they thought she left it on the floor, so they marked her naughty, and then she hung it up, so they marked her nice. Neither of those are cause for either of them. I don't know. I'd mark her... It's like, oh, she hung up her scarf. What a angel. <laughs> well, I'd mark her dangerous. 
<laughs> you don't know what she's gonna do. <laughs> Especially since she has like some serious problem with her eyes. Yeah, she looks like uh is it Darla or Daria? Daria. <laughs> well, cause everyone else has like whites of their eyes. She's got little pinholes. Yeah, she's just got little she's got the yolks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> she's got this it's like if a producer two, was fired, so he started burning cigarette holes in her eyes. She's got two eyes made out of coal, and it's scary, because <laughs> no one else does. It's the other mother. <laughs> <laughs> Button eyes. <laughs> so, since Courtney's ultimately the only one that ends up on the naughty list, they decide to go give her a second chance. And so she's drawing a fairy queen in the kitchen, with her friend when her mom comes home. And she's not drunk, but she feels like the kind of mom that would get real drunk on wine. I'm not your, you're not my wife, coach. I feel like she's the kind of mom that's having an affair with everybody at the office. She reminds me of that person, that the boss from Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> She's a bad person. Her mom is a bad person. <laughs> She's criticizing Courtney's friends and art skills and everything. Courtney it's doesn't like, even wow, want to sh- be Courtney a better does- daughter. <laughs> Courtney doesn't even want to show her mom the art. She's so embarrassed. Yeah, her mom's terrible, but she was voiced by Kathleen Barr, so I forgive her. But, like, you know, it's a kid's drawing. If my son came up to me at, like, 18 and was like, look at this, it looked like a stick man, I'd slap him. You don't, but if he came... you don't know that. <laughs> Anyways, um, if my son came to me at, like, or daughter or pet came up to me, if my cat came up to me, like maybe six years old and gave me a drawing it was a scribble i'd be like very very nice and then it's slap him then i'd slap him well actually no i'd kick her out of the house <laughs> so courtney returns to her friend and starts emulating her mom well good artists, friend good, artists need a tr- good artists need a troubled childhood <laughs> i'm teaching her so they decide that courtney isn't bad she just doesn't have anyone to show her how to be good, which is painfully simplistic logic, but I guess it kind of holds up. <laughs> it's true, though. Everyone in her life is shitty. No, one person in her life is shitty. The, like, but, like, the big boss in her life. The big boss. Like, the one that... Snake! <laughs> she gets every... Kids always learn from their parents, so... Like, I learned from my mom to be scared of everything. <laughs> Either way, Courtney does not deserve to be marked on the good list, which they then subsequently do. Doesn't matter why you're a person, if you're a person, you're still sh. <laughs> but what if you're a person with good intents? She doesn't have good intents. You don't know that? She's she's trying, she's speaking the truth. She wants Leah to be. to fit the best in. She's helping she her. Can be. She's helping her. She's not. She, it's. Hu- Critical criticism. Constructive criticism. It's not constructive. Oh. So, Arabelle shows up suddenly with her new groupies that she apparently has and catches Shaylee and Leah in the act. The act of writing a list, not not in the act. And so Arabelle gives her an ultimatum. 
to give her the list or to confess. She's like blackmailing her. <laughs> but because she tried really hard, Arabelle decides that she'll just take the list to Santa. Oh, this won't play out well at all. <laughs> no, like Santa said, this will be one very interesting Christmas. Christmas special. Yeah. That's not really Christmassy at all. As Shaylee takes Leah home, she says the golden line. I can't believe we'll never be able to see each other again. We'll still be friends forever, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked, when you tell everybody about your best friend who's an out or who's a fairy, you end up in the city asylum. But, like, also, like, what exactly, like, defines friendship? Because if, like... Memories. Someone that you never interact with in any way, shape, or form, is that really a friendship? It's like pointing at someone over there, you like, you see that person? We don't talk. Well, they can still I don't, Skype. I don't look at them, I don't talk, we don't interact in any way, shape, or form, but they're my BFF. But they can Skype. They can't. They can text. <laughs> no, they're not allowed to ever see each other ever again. What if it's like some Romeo... Well, like, what if it's like some Juliet-Juliet kind of thing? <laughs> so they say their tearful goodbyes. Arabelle and her cronies laugh over their harmless prank. I ship them. Arabelle goes full villain and decides to fix Shaylee's list, immediately marking Leah as naughty. She was kind of a... Leah. Leah. So we jump to Christmas Eve, where Leah's presents haven't shown up yet. From the movers or from Santa? Who knows? From the movers. I'm just saying, it hasn't been a week. It's been like three days. The fairies, who are apparently named Sienna and Kaya, that I don't think that's ever said in the movie, show Shaylee her crumpled up list, and she deduces what really happened. She confronts Arabelle, who's also drawing a picture, which feels like a nice parallel. I think they're mirrored characters. They're both blonde bitches who like art. Well, no, but think about it. The, um, her henchman <laughs> is like black hair and then also um, redhead. And same with the other girl in reality. And the everything that's kind of... All the lessons they're learning in reality, they're learning in the fairy world. They're water babies. Yes. And Wizard of Oz. So, she confronts Arabelle, who says all the kids were marked naughty. But no one will ever believe you. Shaylee <laughs> so goes to visit Leah, who, which is forbidden, and tells her what has happened. And Leah says, we have to tell Santa what happened before he starts delivering presents. Which they fail at doing. Which I don't understand. Because they go and then ask to see Santa later on. And then they say he's out delivering gifts. But then later on they see Santa sitting at his desk making weird creepy grunts again. <laughs> I guess he's a pretty fast guy. So they wake up a passed out elf who's also voiced by Colin Murdoch. And he tells them that there are no presents left over because they always make the perfect number. Which sounds like it would suck because he just got they just got the naughty and nice lists. So they just knew how many presents to make on Christmas Eve. They had a whole year to prepare and they do it all on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Santa is not on top of his game this year. 
And so, yeah, there's no presents left over. But Leah knows where to get presents. In the real world, the dad finds Leah's presents behind a box. But when he calls out to his wife to tell her, Leah appears through a painting and takes them. That bitch. The wife says that she should have known when it was the last time he found anything. I and think... He responds, I found you, didn't I? Which is a much cleaner answer than I thought he was going to say. It's been 20 years. You really need to tell me where you hid it. So Leah and Shaylee give all Leah's presents to the other kids on the list to a song. Things they don't want, though, like jewelry kids. <laughs> but it's the thought that counts, right? Wrong. Well, you don't know. You don't know if this guy's going to want to be like, hmm... Maybe I look pretty, and then he, like, yeah. Arabelle's friends convince her to tell Santa. Meanwhile, Shaylee leaves to go tell Santa herself. Santa tells her he knows what happened, and Arabelle apologizes for making up bullshit. She can make it up, though. Like, not make up bullshit. She can make, she can make it up to Shaylee, though. <laughs> not like, damn, can she make it up. Well, those rules never were even there. <laughs> yeah, no. Which is kind of obvious, because why would Santa be such a little prick? <laughs> yeah. So as Leah's mom prepares for the Christmas party that no one is going to show up to, Courtney finds her present and realizes it's Leah's because it has a sticky note on it that says Leah's. <laughs> How convenient. Courtney's <laughs> the one that gets that one. They didn't take it off. <laughs> Arabelle confronts Courtney and tells her what happened and that she knows what she must do. I never asked to be a fisherman in a sea such as this. But Courtney, all suddenly reformed, shows up at Leah's and starts bringing all her friends for a Christmas party. Jessica, do you think they ever gave her her presents back? No, I don't actually. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> Jessica and Nicole apologize, and the party begins. Like every good girl, Leah goes to her room and thanks her painting. <laughs> which, and they make a Skype call. Yeah, it turns transparent, and they kind of Skype through the painting, and Shaylee tells her, everything's great, I'll tell you about it later. Then Santa pops up and tells Leah, F*** off, go enjoy your party. <laughs> then he winks at her. And she's super chill. For a kid meeting the real Santa. <laughs> yeah, I still have yet to meet my real Santa. <laughs> what? <laughs> I moved. Do you think he'll come to this house or do you think he'll be going to another house? <laughs> Don't laugh. This is. I worry about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I get it. my grandpa used to make up a uh, little signs that we'd stick in our lawn that said Brody's house, so Santa wouldn't miss ours. <laughs> I I still put it out. <laughs> I still get nothing. <laughs> now he knows where to deliver the coal. Hey. I believe I put myself on the nice list, thank you. <laughs> your nice list. But if your naughty list is your nice list, then your nice list is your naughty list. Hey, do you think Krampus gives... What do you think? Yeah. 
Man, I want to like give Krampus a high five then run away. <laughs> so at the party, everyone's having fun. And then we get a photo montage because there is apparently no limit to the amount of musical montages you can cram <laughs> into a 40-minute short. <laughs> there's, there's no limit to the imagination. And then Finn, we get that's the end. I want to explain something here through those like pictures. I'm going to say my favorite character has to be the cat because halfway through the pictures it shows the cat jumping into a painting and turning into a fairy and then flying beside the fairy um ladybug. I fairyland. did not pay attention to the to the picture. I I love that. That's I'm like, messed course. up that they caught that on with a camera, like with <laughs> right. But like, who is uh, taking these pictures? Is this still Leah's mom? I, How did she get these pictures? <laughs> it was probably Leah. Like ah, uh, I mean, like when I watched them, like of course the fucking cat would do that. Any cat. That's How did the cat a... make it through the portal? Well, it it jumped up into the painting and got stuck in the painting and then went through it. Yeah, but you don't. Like, a fairy has to pull you through. You can't just go through a painting and end up in the fairy world. You know, Clairvoyant, the greatest thing about the imagination is you can change it however the f*** you want as long as it's convenient. <laughs> and then we get some song called Christmas Wish and the movie ends. So who is your MVP of this movie? This, I guess, is a short film. My MVP is the cat. <laughs> the cat. Okay. The character of the cat. Yeah. The fairy cat. They did a good job. <laughs> um, actually, no, I'll give it to... I like the voice of Shaylee. Shaylee? Yeah, I was... I was going to say her as well. Tabitha St. Germain is probably the biggest draw of the movie, honestly. I like um, her voice. It's different. She's, yeah, she's a she's a great voice actress. Um, definitely one of the the Western Canada greats. She's oot and a boot. The, oh, shut the, up. I don't, I don't fucking know what I was trying to say. <laughs> she's great. She's a good voice actress. Martha and Martha Speaks, and she's Sandy on Being Ian. Something tells me this isn't your first animated visual viewing. What? 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 First what? time? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Well, Tabitha St. Germain is fantastic. <laughs> and yeah, she deserves the praise that she gets as Rarity in My Little Pony. And so now, I guess, what is next? The favorite quote? Oh. Let's do that. Okay. Haha, <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting Christmas. And it wasn't. No. <laughs> hey, it's not <laughs> Christmas yet. I I definitely like that, uh, you know, that basically, so it's goodbye forever. But we'll <laughs> still be best friends forever, right? I think you're you're blurring the concept a little. Forever can be a very long time. And yeah, which forever is gonna last longer? Your 
exile or your friendship. So who would you recommend this flim to? My sister Kiara. Specifically, wow. Well, no, any little kid. I think they'd love it. <laughs> well, any little girl. Yeah. Named Kiara. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's a. I mean, that's definitely the target audience that they're reaching. It's it feels like straight in the like. You know, the, the demographic that has singing commercials, <laughs> like Littlest Pet Shop, Barbie, like Monster High. You watch a commercial and it sings at you. I don't to try think and make Monst- you buy a doll. That demographic. I don't think anyone that watches Monster High would like it. I don't know shit about Monster High. I just know they have singing commercials. Yeah, but that's for like a more older audience. Then why are the commercials singing at me? Well, they're still young, but they're not... Like, for instance, okay, so... If your commercial I... sings at you, you'll like this movie. No, Any story. Okay. Even Little Jingle is like, I'm loving it. Basically, it's a movie for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you give this movie a ho-ho-ho or a no-no-no? Okay. So, this is kind of complicated. It's not a complicated it's, question! It's... <laughs> Holy sh**. Let me map it out in my complex mind. Okay. So. Let's do this step by step. Leah's mom is a ho-ho-ho. <laughs> not Courtney's that I asked. Courtney's mom is a ho ho ho, so and it's, it was it was a ho ho ho. I enjoyed it, arguably. Yeah, I didn't really. I mean, I didn't enjoy it really, but I didn't hate it. It was there, and it's. I, I mean, we're so very clearly not the demographic that they were aiming for, but it serves its purpose perfectly well for the demographic it was aiming for. So. So would this be a bad time to tell everyone that I bought a poster of this movie? <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> um, so recently I had recorded an episode with a podcast called Resurrection Zombie 7. And yeah, if you look them up, listen to my episode, I reviewed Prom Night 3. They do a bunch of horror movie franchises. So, And... Ron and Jessica are pretty funny. So, yeah. Check her out. Check it out. Jessica? Yeah. No! No, that came out wrong. I was going for like a... That came out wrong? Oh my sh- I mean, oh my god. No. No, I, I was going for like a get her done kind of thing. Like a get her done! The Profanity Orchestra today, well, if you thought I was going to choose a song other than Jingle Bells, you thought wrong. So there you have it, folks. The end of year one of Blind Buy. We'll be back here early next year with new guests, new movies, and a brand new contest for you to enter. Be sure to check us out on Twitter, at BlindBuy, and you can even find Brody, at Bloody Brody. See you next year.
All music for this episode is royalty-free and provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. It is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org. What's your Christmas wish? Um... Peace on Earth. Yeah. Mine's presents. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Um, I don't know. My Christmas wish is for your Christmas wish to be true. Aw. No. Shut up. <laughs> don't don't do that. My Christmas wish is... If your Christmas wish was for my Christmas wish to be true, that would just be a fucking crazy paradox. A new Civil War trailer. Um, confirmation of a Jessica Jones season two. I'm only one person. <laughs> my Christmas wish is for Santa to finally come to my house. In person and fight like a man. <laughs> well, the thing is, I always make these cookies, but I make them with a little bit of cyanide. Oh, Jesus. Well, I want to catch him. <laughs> catch a Santa by the toe. Make him holler. No, no, no. Kidnap the Sandy Claus. No, cyanide would, like, kill him. I gotta find, maybe I'll just, like, a bear trap, like the ones that break the bone instead of, like, foot. <laughs>